This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, April 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Drought impacts water rights. The recalls influence. Biden tries to sell U.S. climate action. Newsom declares local drought emergency. Governor Gavin Newsom declared a drought in Mendocino and Sonoma counties yesterday. The lengthy emergency proclamation covers the Russian River watershed, the most impacted part of the state. Saying he was mindful of the rhetoric when it comes to droughts, Newsom called the executive order a targeted approach, while his water officials described it as a very locally driven process. Senator Mike McGuire, whose district falls within the region, praised the decision. We need to mobilize to help the Golden State's hardworking farmers and ranchers and farm workers, along with businesses and endangered species. The order charges CDFA with providing technical assistance on water conservation to farmers and analyzing the potential economic impacts of the drought on agriculture. But State Water Board Chair Joaquin Esquivel added an important caveat. If conditions continue to find themselves so extreme and we still haven't found that voluntary solution on the local watershed to balance out these needs, we need to take quick action. Water rights. Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot explained that the Water Board now has the potential, quote, to curtail water rights that would normally legally entitle water users to divert from the system. Crowfoot added, that's an important power that needs to be used very judiciously. Esquivel clarified that this would apply to senior water rights holders, which created, quote, some of the principal challenges we had in the last drought. The fish, well, Crowfoot also said to expect the Department of Fish and Wildlife to be very active during this drought period. They will be monitoring endangered fish populations and taking emergency quick action to protect those animals. Low snow. Water Resources Director Carla Nemeth pointed out that the warm weather has dropped the overall Sierra snowpack from 73% a couple of weeks ago to just 30% of average today, with southern parts as low as 16%. At the federal level, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack and Interior Secretary Deb Holland are forming an interagency working group to address the needs of communities hurt by drought. The working group also will explore opportunities to improve our nation's resilience to droughts and other severe climate impacts that are upending Americans' lives and economic livelihoods, the statement said. Ag groups worry recall is impacting drought decisions. Jackson Walco, president of the ag lobbying firm, the Walco Group, said that this year everything that's being discussed both within the administration and legislatively is going to be looked at through the prism of a recall. He was speaking at a policy event for the California Association of Wine Grape Growers yesterday. The impending recall of Governor Gray Davis in 2003, explained Walco, led to aberrant behavior like supporting more pro-labor legislation and bumping up public sector pensions. Walco suggests the recall could impact Newsom's decisions on the drought. 
granting emergency authority to the water board has, quote, the potential for disrupting the centuries-old way that we apportion water rights in California, which will once again be on the table, he said. The GOP take will Senate Republican leader Scott Wilk said in a statement that the governor's regional declaration covering California's wine country would, quote, only serve his French laundry wine and cheese crowd. Is the threat of a recall holding him back from helping our food producers and the rest of the state, asked Wilk. Fresno Republican Senator Andreas Borges, in the meantime, continued his push for Newsom to declare a statewide emergency. At the CAWG event, Borges said supervisors from the eight Central Valley counties now joined the effort. Can Biden convince leaders the U.S. is serious? President Joe Biden kicks off his Global Climate Leaders Summit today as the world watches to see just how serious the United States is about meeting its new commitment to slash greenhouse gas emissions. Keep in mind, these emission reduction pledges known as nationally determined contributions, or NDCs, are non-binding under the Paris Agreement. Other leaders likely will be skeptical how concrete the U.S. pledge is without action by Congress to cut emissions through a carbon tax, renewable energy standard, or other means. What matters is the policies need to meet the NDC, said Sam Thernstrom, CEO of Energy Innovation Reform Project, a nonprofit group that promotes the development of advanced energy technologies. America has never been shy. In fact, there are all kinds of commitments on the international stage to bold climate action. It's following through on those commitments that is challenging. And by the way, Canada will reportedly pledge to cut its emissions at least 40% by 2030. And take note, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack will be a part of a breakout session this afternoon called Adaptation to Resilience. And Interior Secretary Deb Holland will speak at a session on nature-based solutions. Check agripulse.com for developments on the summit. Vilsack looks to boost CRP enrollment. Ahead of the summit, Vilsack announced USDA would be raising some payment and incentive rates for the Conservation Reserve Program. The goal is to add at least 4 million acres to CRP. Fewer than 20.8 million acres are currently enrolled. Vilsack announced the CRP sweeteners and other moves at a meeting of the White House Climate Task Force yesterday to, quote, demonstrate USDA's commitment to putting American agriculture and forestry at the center of climate-smart solutions to address climate change, the White House said. You can read our report on the USDA's CRP plans at agripulse.com. Farm Bureau welcomes Regan comments on WOTUS. The largest U.S. farm organization is pleased with EPA Administrator Michael Regan's statement that the administration will not return to the Obama-era waters of the U.S. rule. I think he's recognizing reality and understanding that rule was a disaster, and we welcome that. Don Parrish, Senior Director of Regulatory Relations for the American Farm Bureau Federation, speaking to AgriPulse. The WOTUS rule defines what streams, wetlands, and other features fall under the regulation of the Clean Water Act. Regan, who made his comments during a hearing with the House Interior Environment Appropriations Subcommittee yesterday, also said he disagrees with former President Donald Trump's WOTUS redefinition, 
which is opposed by environmental groups. When the Trump rule was released in 2020, Jim Murphy, director of legal advocacy for the National Wildlife Federation, called Trump's rule ill-advised and said it threatened public drinking water, wildlife habitats, and opportunities for safe recreation. You can read our report on Regan's testimony at agripulse.com. Here's today's She Said It. If you're in a different part of the state, you probably need to know that this will one day happen to you. That Water Resources Director, Carla Nemeth, on the drought declaration. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, April 22nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.